Thanks for coming to hang out with us today. Ruck Up Buttercup is a podcast hosted by Deployed Love. We chat about real things that military families deal with and help you to love the call to action. So you know the drill. Ruck Up Buttercup! Hello and welcome back to another episode of Ruck Up Buttercup. Today we have a very special episode for you. We are letting... Natalie Gross from the Spouse Angle podcast take over the show for a fun episode. We are doing this in honor of Military Spouse Appreciation Day and we wanted to make sure that you guys hear other podcasts and come to find other amazing military spouses who are part of the community and bringing you wonderful information. The Spouse Angle podcast is a fantastic podcast that brings the world news to military spouses from the perspective of another military spouse. We hope that you enjoyed today's show and make sure you stop by their website, thespouseangle.com, to see more episodes. My calling is to be with my babies at home, with my husband around the world, and helping women make peace with their bodies and peace with food. You're listening to Season 4 of The Spouse Angle, a podcast breaking down the news for military spouses and their families. I'm your host, Natalie Gross. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Spouse Angle Podcast. It is the first Wednesday of the month, which means it's time for our monthly feature series. And today I'd like to introduce Kristen Noriega. She is a registered dietitian, nutritionist, a military spouse, and a mom of four. She also hosts the podcast Babyweight Nutritionist. As a work-from-home mom, Kristen's mission is to enable other busy moms of littles to feel their best right now, not when the kids go to school or move out of the house. So I know I can personally learn from this conversation with two littles at home. So Kristen, thanks so much for being here. Yeah, I'm super excited to be here, Natalie. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, we're going to get into some great healthy eating tips today. Lots of info on nutrition, especially, you know, for those on a budget when the price of food is so high right now. But first, let's start with talking about your military affiliation and your military life. So your military spouse, as I mentioned, tell us about your family and where military life has taken you so far. Oh, my. So I have four kids, seven, five, three, and one. I married my high school sweetheart. He was uh, attending the military school in my hometown, and we met at church, and then we ended up dating throughout our senior year and college, and we got married for his very first duty station. We like got married. We left the next day and arrived in Fort Riley, Kansas. And we were like, this is so crazy. And we get there and it's like, yeah, everybody else did the same thing. They like got married and left. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so we've been in Kansas and Virginia a couple times. We were stuck in El Paso for five years. And now we're in Grafenbeer, Germany. Okay, awesome. And what branch of the military? Army. Okay. If you said that, I missed it. All right. So how did you get started as a nutritionist and in this area of helping moms specifically? Well, I've always been interested in fitness and health and it's kind of just, I stumbled into it in my undergrad and then I just continued on when we got to Kansas. It was kind of like, well, I I need to do something and I'm not entirely sure what. So I pursued my master's in nutrition And then I just really felt like becoming a dietitian was going to be something that that would be transferable and I could do pretty much from anywhere. But then like 
here's where it got real. I had my first baby like, and then my husband deployed, you know, a few months later and I was taking my dietitian exams that same time and it was hard. Like life was hard. And there I was, a dietitian, healthy all of my life. And I just remember that winter looking down and being like, I am so uncomfortable in my body and I'm do I feel like I'm doing all the things that I've learned. What is going on? And so I it took a it was a process of really just unlearning what I had learned in school, which was like calorie counting and eat this and work out this way and it's going to be fine. Well, that wasn't the case when I became a mom, especially working full time with my husband gone. Like it just wasn't working and I was exhausted. And so I had to unlearn a lot and dive into more of the food freedom side and figure out what worked for me. And then I was, I've been able to help many moms since I figured it out. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for so long, we've been in this sort of bounce back culture. I put that in quotes, (laughs) um, in air quotes that nobody could see, you know, this idea of body shaming, but now we're kind of starting to see more pushback to that and seeing more body acceptance, especially in the postpartum period for new moms. And I actually host a mom's podcast in addition to this one. So we talk a lot about that. How do you navigate helping women to love their new bodies, but also teaching them how to live healthier lifestyles? Yeah, that's a fantastic question. So finding that balance between like full body acceptance and or complete body shaming that it's so polarizing. And so we want to just really like find the area in the middle where we feel strong, where you feel strong and healthy and you have energy. You can play tag as many times as your kids want to. You know, your your skin is receptive to the foods you're eating. You're not constantly breaking out. And, you know, there's just a lot of other things to focus on besides like the number on the scale. And especially in the postpartum period, like you you mentioned, you know, what do you do in the postpartum period? The way you're going to be your healthiest, the way you, what you should be focusing on in the postpartum period is taking care of your baby and nourishing your body. It's it like, especially that fourth trimester, if somebody in the postpartum period comes and they're like, I'm really trying to lose the weight, you know, my, I, my position is, well, slow down. Let's care for yourself first. So whether you're postpartum or, you know, how, however old your kids are, the first thing you've got to do is really just care for yourself in the way you're moving your body, in the way you're feeding yourself. So my position is never diet, restrict, take things away. It's always, what can you add? And so when you're adding in really good nutrition, when you're adding in movement, you're changing your habits and your lifestyle and your body's following suit. It's not the focus on the body and your body is really just a vehicle. If you uh, can find the balance between like love, hate, and just really see your body as a vehicle, find some body neutrality it's going to be it's going to feel a lot lighter. It's going to feel a lot freer. You mentioned sort of the shift in mindset to food freedom. Can you explain that? Yes. So food freedom it's counter to diet culture. It's giving you permission to eat really nutritious foods 
but also have really fun foods. Just letting go of all of the rules that have been ingrained in us over however many years that starting in your teenage years to now, like we follow these rules that say, do this, do that, eat this, don't eat that. These are good foods. These are bad foods. Food freedom says, forget it all. And it really incorporates some intuitive eating, mindfulness, fun foods, and really good nutrition. Okay. Well, we know that when people are under a lot of stress, behaviors like binge eating or, you know, the so-called like eating your feelings, things like that become really commonplace. And there's actually been studies showing that, you know, military families especially go under a lot of stress, as you know, as I know from having grown up in one. There is a running joke that one of the ways to cope with your feelings when your spouse has gone on deployment is by, you know, just kind of eating your feelings like we talked about. Is this actually a problem? Is this a real joke? Um, How do you help military spouses? Because I know you work with that population specifically. So stress and the way your body reacts to it, it, it can vary from person to person. So some people, when they are highly stressed, they will not eat. They will skip meals. They won't, you know, they just kind of shut down. (laughs) Others, yes, cope with food. Food is good. Food elicits good feelings and nostalgia and all of these wonderful things. But when taken to the extreme, that's where we find ourselves full of regret or guilt and not feeling good. So what I would actually say I typically see is in the beginning of a deployment, maybe even towards the middle women or spouses, where we are coping with food and it does become a problem and, you know, it it increases, increases. And then, you know, your spouse is coming home, you know, your soldier is coming home. And then that's when the diets start happening. That's when you find yourself on that monthly subscription, you're counting your points, you're tracking everything in your app because now you've got to cut weight. You've got to fit into that dress for that big welcome home. And so that is really the truly the problem. It's the not having the consistency, figuring out the balance and how to cope with the stress of them leaving and the stress of them coming home. Does that fully answer your question? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know one of your areas of expertise is simplifying nutrition and health for military spouses. So I was curious how you go about that. Yeah. Okay. So how to go about that? Like, what do you do? How do you avoid that? Because you're sad, because you're stressed, because life feels like it can't go on. Because I mean, I've been there. I a hundred percent have been there. Here's what you do. You feel it. You go through it. You journal it. You cry. You talk about it. You cry some more and you see somebody probably get some help, talk to, you know, talk to somebody who understands. So for, seriously, like for one of the best things you can do is take care of your emotional health and then you're not coping with the food. But from a practical nutrition side of things, like something super tangible that you can take, if you are of not eating enough throughout the day, then you will overeat at night. So you can eat consistent meals with protein loading in the front. So eat a really good breakfast that has a lot of protein, you know, maybe like two eggs or um, some really good nut butters and nuts, chia seeds, something that's real dense, healthy fats. 
and eat really well throughout the day, that's going to equip you to better handle late night snacks, late night binging, late night tired emotions. That's good advice. Yeah. I want to know if there's ever been a time that you struggled with nutrition. You know, you talked about being under a lot of stress as a military spouse, your husband was deployed, you know, you had all these things going on at once. Was there a time that you struggled with your nutrition and your health that you kind of went back to the principles that you learned and the the principles that you're teaching other women? Absolutely. So just because I can talk about this, just because I've been on this wonderful journey, doesn't mean I don't ever struggle. And, you know, like I initially said in the beginning with my first baby, our first deployment, I was like, you know, what's happening? All right. So fast forward two years, uh, we're having my, I'm 36 weeks pregnant, moved to my PCS to Fort Bliss, We know my husband will be going to NTC in a month. We know he is deploying in four months. The stress I felt was off the charts. And we have our baby, my sweet second son. And in hindsight, I absolutely had postpartum depression. My marriage was so rocky because I was so stressed knowing he was leaving. I had two little babies. Nutrition-wise, I don't know how I got through that summer. I I survived. I survived until he left. And then I had to put my game face on and do what I needed to do to feel strong, to feel healthy, to feel present, to feel just there again. And yes, I struggled and it was intertwined with depression. And I just want to like tell Give permission for anybody who's in this season. Like, it sucks. And you will come out of it. You will. So instead of focusing on, you know, well, I need to start this diet and I should be doing that and I should be doing this. How can you be the best you? And how can you be the best mom? And how can you best support your soldier? That's probably going to look like you know, trying to add in fruits and veggies, just trying to do the next best thing. I like how you talk about food that makes us feel strong, right? Mm -hmm. Like not foods that make us thinner, you know, but foods that make us strong. I really like that. So it sounds like you're really coming at this from experience and your passion, which is amazing. Well, Food insecurity among military families is a hot topic right now. Earlier this season, we actually had a whole episode devoted to it. But the reality is that many military families, even if they're not you know, falling into this category of hungry or food insecure, they're still on tight budgets. And we know that processed foods are often cheaper and therefore more accessible than healthier foods. So I would love to get your take. What are your tips for prioritizing healthy eating on a budget? That's a great question because it is such a problem. So Oh my goodness. So of course I want to say, you know, we could say pie in the sky. You want to eat everything organic. You want to eat all of the grass-fed, non-GMO, all these like crazy labels. But we can't do that. That's pie in the sky. So what would be the next best step that you can take? So instead of choosing completely processed packaged foods, because sometimes the words processed foods can feel like, well, what do you mean? So we're talking things that are like packaged in the freezer section, probably really high in sodium and saturated trans fats. 
Think like frozen pizzas. They're real cheap. You could get a really cheap one. Or um, think about maybe like chips. Like, okay, you can get a bag of chips really cheaply. Okay, fine. Wherever you are on this scale from like pie in the sky to eating chips. We, we all eat chips, but it's fine. Wherever you are on the scale, you want to think about what the next best step is. So the next best step is probably going to be something like, let's start incorporating more canned vegetables that are low sodium. Canned veggies are super cheap still, even though fresh fruits, fruits and veggies are dang expensive. Canned stuff is cheap. And if you're getting canned stuff that's just low sodium in water, it's going to support your nutrition. It's going to support any health or weight loss goals that you might have. So think about like canned green beans, canned corn, canned, oh, what else do they have in cans? Canned canned beans. And if you can find a low sodium option, start there. If you can't, don't panic because if you rinse the canned food like three, four, five times, then all of that sodium washes off. That's just science right there. The water from the sink faucet passes over the food, takes the sodium with it. So the like for practical sense, you open a can of beans, keep the beans in the can, fill it with water to the top, shake, 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 drain it. Do it again three or four times. That's like the best way to just slowly start to add in things that are more nutritious. We don't have to have all the fancy stuff. Just the next thing. What can you add each day, each meal? It's snack time. What's the next best thing you can do? Yeah, that's really great advice. Thank you. I want to shift gears to talk about entrepreneurship a little bit. How has it been taking this business with you around the world as a military spouse? Well, it's freeing. So I'm in this phase of life where I have all these little still breastfeeding, still, you know, right before this, (laughs) we're talking right now, my son was up with nightmares and like... Be mom life in general is hard. Military life is hard. Entrepreneurship is hard. But being able to take my business with me and not even batting an eye. I mean, sure, I took a little bit of time off here when we PCS to Germany just now. But <laughs> gosh, I mean, picked it right back up and still doing the thing. And so it's it's wonderful, especially because like so many women over here can't find work. You know, like one of my new friends, she's a ICU nurse. She can't do that here. And being able to see see clients online is just it's everything because this is my calling. My calling is to be with my babies at home, with my husband around the world, and and helping women make peace with their bodies and peace with food. And so entrepreneurship is is single-handedly allowing me to accomplish that piece of my calling. Kristen, is there anything else you'd like to leave our listeners with? I would highly encourage you to let go of any expectations you have of perfection. Perfection, trying to achieve perfection is just going to keep you stuck. You know, the perfection paralysis saying, if you're trying to be perfect, you're never going to get there. If you're trying to do everything, you're going to fall back to doing nothing. So find your messy middle. Be okay with 
just making the next best step. Be okay with the gray area in the middle and know that that's enough. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for coming on the Spouse Angle. I've enjoyed this conversation and I hope our listeners are able to learn from it as well. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Spouse Angle Podcast. New episodes drop each Wednesday and are also featured on Reads Across America Radio on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Eastern. You can hit that subscribe button in your favorite podcast app to make sure you never miss an episode. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please consider leaving us a rating and a review. If you have a story idea or want to be a guest on the show to share your military spouse experience, send an email to podcast at thespouseangle.com. We love hearing from you. That's all for now. Talk to you next week.